0: Hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman and I'm Brandy Kitterman and we are here to equip you and challenge you to, to dare, dare to hear the voice of God. God. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about it's all about relationship. Love a good relationship. Uh, me too. Um, and it's so important that people understand that prophetic encouragement is mm-hmm. all about relationship. It's not us... Um, fabricating something it's not us making something up it is us being in relationship with the father Mm -hmm. and listening to what he wants to say and then releasing that to other people yeah but it's also an important aspect of um, our relationship with god okay does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I so, think so. So, I like to put it this way. I like to say, think about who you are in relationship with. If you're married, mm-hmm. your spouse. If you're not, maybe your parents or one of your best friends, right? Right. So, if you're in relationship with somebody and you never had um, a two-way conversation, is that authentic relationship? No. No. <laughs> No, it's not. What would what I mean it would be kind of like a dictatorship maybe if only one person ever talked and the other person just only listened. Yeah, I mean or a one-sided conversation altogether. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, why am I talking about this? I'm talking about it's all about relationship because the Lord gave me a revelation mm-hmm. when um when I was in prophetic ministry and after I had been um operating in it and working with several ministries and and just going to conferences and stuff i was at um a conference and Mm -hmm. i had this revelation from the lord he spoke to me during a time of worship when i was just on my face and he said something to me and he said debbie it's all about relationship and i was like what's all about relationship and he said the prophetic is all about relationship and you know what i said duh exactly that's exactly <laughs> what I said I went like duh can you tell Brandy's <laughs> heard this story before so I was like uh duh of course it is but I know God enough to know that if I really understood what he was saying he wouldn't have said it to me right and so what he was wanting to do was to um open it up to a whole nother level of discovery and revelation for me so that I could really understand what he meant about the right. prophetic is all about relationship. Now this was a at a time when I was about ready to launch my training curriculum, okay. releasing God's Heart through hearing his voice. Back then okay. it, back then it wasn't called that. Back, back then it was called something else. Okay. Um but at that time that's I was getting mm-hmm. ready to release it and right. he said this and I'm like, okay, so what does this mean? But I went ahead and I stepped out and I w- taught it. And during the course of teaching it, I understood what he was saying. that relationship, the prophetic and relationship with him and the gift of prophetic encouragement has to be all about relationship first and foremost with him. So we have to have relationship that goes this way, right? right. An open two-way conversation, a communication where we are Speaking, listening, hearing, responding, that's what authentic relationship is, right? And then we do that so that we can have relationship here, so that we can have relationship here with, yeah. with, with people, with our peers, with our family, with our friends, with people that we don't even know all for the point of then turning them back to the Father so that they can come into relationship with Him. And so it's this cycle of us being in relationship with the Father, us relaying with other people exactly what's going on um, and what He's saying so that we can then touch their heart and then plug them into relationship with the Father. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. And I mean, it seems so simple, but... I don't know about you because you were raised in a home where we did this all the time. But for me, I was raised in a very conservative denomination where we believed in the um, fruits of the spirit, but not all of the gifts of the spirit and especially not the gift of prophecy. And so it was one of those things that I didn't understand back then and growing up that God was real. He speaks today and he can speak to us. But then as I dug into scriptures and then I began to understand that I had had this prophetic gifting my entire life, like people would say to me, well, you're just a discerning child. I don't, I mean, as a kid, you don't even know what that means, especially when, when your church doesn't believe in some of the, right. you know, gifts of the spirit. So I'm like, what does that I'm even like, mean? Great,
1: cool. What? I just,
0: I just knew that I saw things in the spirit that I actually thought were real, but then I was told it was just my imagination. And I was told that we didn't believe in those things. So, you know, don't talk right. about those things or, um, that, I just couldn't know those things. Like, why was I saying those things? But then they would end up happening. So right. um, so most of my life, I didn't have um, language to articulate it, and I didn't understand that God would speak to me that way, because the way that I thought it was is that God was going to speak to the more spiritual people, mm. not me. Right. And I thought, well, well God's going to speak to the pastor, or God's going to speak to the youth leader, or God's going to speak to the prayer people, and that if there's something that he wants to say, I'm going to get that on a Sunday morning. I didn't understand that I could have an authentic relationship with God. I didn't understand that when I read the scriptures, that he would literally speak to me from the pages of the scriptures that was fresh manna for that day. I just kind Mm -hmm. of figured it was something that we were supposed to read and check off our box saying that we were a good Christian and we had read the word and we had spent time with God but there was never this authentic relationship there was always this distance with him and it really wasn't um, until I was in my mid-20s that I began to understand what authentic relationship with God is about because God mm. wants relationship mm-hmm. he doesn't want religion Right. And so when people say, well, I don't do church, I usually say to them, I don't do church either because I'm all about relationship <laughs> with Jesus. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And I think if we go back to the Garden of Eden, what, what was that all about? I mean, as you read that story, one of the things that stands out the most to me is that God um, came down and he walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the garden. Yeah. He, he didn't just stay in heaven. He didn't say distant from them, but that he came down and walked on the earth in the garden with Adam and Eve, and he had relationship yeah. with them. And so when God um, spoke that, it's all about relationship piece to me, it took me on a journey of over a year of really unfolding what it meant to have authentic relationship with the Father. yeah. And I think sometimes people think that just based on our background, like we think that, well, we need somebody that's much more spiritual than we are or that we have to have it all together. Right. I mean, how many times have you said, I don't want to talk to God because I'm afraid of what he might say to me?
1: Oh, yeah. No, all the time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just, I feel like that's kind of natural for us. Um, But I know I said it, I don't know how many, a couple podcasts ago that God's not afraid to get into our mess. You know, and it's the same exact thing here. Like, would your best friend be, like, would would you not tell them what you're struggling with? Right. Because you're like, oh, I just want to be put together for my friend. Like, okay, everybody has those friends. That's fine. Like, you you show them what you want to show them. But, like, your best friend, the one that you tell everything to, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's just a friend, but... Like that, that should be the relationship that you have with God. You know, it should be the, like, I want to talk to you all the time. Like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to you in two hours and I already miss you. Like that, that's the kind of relationship that we should have. And like our, our best friends, like I am more than willing to get messy with my best friends, like to get into their stuff and to get into my stuff. Like that's that's what relationship is relationship is working through these things
0: yeah and and that i think too i think i think that's something that um people in the church in general don't understand about relationship that relationship is messy yeah and that it requires us to get into people's messes just like god comes into our mess like Some people have the idea that, well, when I go to church, I have to put on a certain face or a certain mask, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. We need to be authentic and real. And if we can't be authentic and real in the church, then where can we be authentic and real? And so what I loved about the the previous pastor that we had here at the church that your dad and I are now pastoring is that he would do this thing. And you would come in and he'd ask you, well, how are you doing? And everybody's answer would be, good how are you yeah or I'm fine and he'd be go he he would then say okay well on a scale of one to ten how are you and then that would make you think okay well well, okay if I just told him I'm fine but really I'm like a mess but I just sucked it up and pulled it together to come (laughs) to church so then you go okay well maybe I should tell him I'm a five so then you would say oh I'm a five today and he goes okay well what would it take to move that one Point higher and they're like okay well so much for not being authentic and real right and and i always love that about pastor jerry because because he he was willing to engage with us yeah in our mess and that's exactly what jesus did jesus engaged with people in their messes like you know think about zacchaeus zacchaeus is up in the tree because one he's little so he wants to see, but also he was a tax collector and people hated him. Right. And so he removed himself from the crowd because he, he didn't want to miss Jesus going by and he removed himself so that he could see and he climbed in the tree. But when Jesus stopped and said, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house today. People were people in the church were incensed. Like he's a mess, Jesus. You can't go to his house. He's a sinner. He's a tax collector. Right. But Jesus wanted to engage with him in his mess, but not just in his mess, but in his home. Mm. And I think we need to understand as people in the church that the prophetic is all about relationship and it's all about engaging with each other in our, in our stuff, right where we're at. It's all about listening to the Lord and not looking at what we can see on the outside of people and go, oh my gosh, they're a mess. But asking God, what is it that they need? What are they going through? And how can I pull them out of the mess that they're in by speaking life and hope and encouragement? It's like mining for gold, but in a good way, right? Like we get to be gold diggers for Jesus. (laughs) But but we do. We get to get in people's (laughs) mess. I mean, if you think about gold, when you go looking for gold, it is in the midst of dirt and grime and mud. And it's covered with stuff. And you got to get in there and you got to clean it off and you got to you, you got to work it. Right. And I think that's what we as the body of believers need to understand is that God has called us to be in relationship with him and to be in relationship with each other. And if we're going to have authentic relationship, we need to have this piece of understanding that we can hear from God and that God wants us to then release words of encouragement to other people so that we can encourage them so that it encourages them to be in relationship with him as well. Right, And that we don't need a middleman. Do you know what a middleman is?
1: Yeah, kind of like a mediator, you know? A
0: mediator, right. And I think when we look at scriptures, and I think we might have talked about this on a previous podcast, but when you look at scripture, God wanted to set back in motion, right? Relationship with his people Mm -hmm. after Adam and Eve, he showed them his relational character. I mean, we see there, right there, and it's in it's in chapter one of my book where I dive really well into this. Um, and it's a great resource if you want to go deeper for this. It's the gift of prophetic encouragement, hearing the word of God for others. But it really talks about Um, the relational character and nature of God that he showed to Adam and Eve. Like before it was God, this distant God, God the creator. And then he changed his name to Yahweh when he began speaking to them so that they understood that he wanted to be in relationship with them. And then, of course, sin entered in and we had the fall. And then there were consequences and they're put outside of the garden. And when they're put outside of the garden, then God has been... Um, You know, the people had to go through a series of choices and circumstances Mm -hmm. and consequences for those choices. And then we see when God brings Moses onto the scene and he's brought them out into the desert, there's this moment when God wants to reestablish relationship with his people because he doesn't want a middleman anymore. He doesn't want to speak to the prophet or the priest and have them relay the message to his people. He wants this authentic relationship with his people. Right. And so you you can read that in scripture when God's saying, OK, Moses, tell the people, consecrate them, set them aside on the third day. I'm going to come visit them. And then Moses goes back up atop of the mountain and there's smoke and there's thunder and the people get afraid. And when Moses comes down to present them to the Lord, they're like, uh, nope, 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 dude, we don't want this we don't we don't want this this is a little too scary for us so how about we keep it the way it is you really? hear from god and you tell us what he's going to say and then we'll obey except for the fact is is that they didn't obey they didn't right. always obey they didn't always listen to what moses had to say and so then that set in motion what we read in the old testament of god speaking to the prophets or the priests and then them relaying the message um, to the people it was like you've done this so this is going to happen or you're you know here are the consequences but after this amount of time but then we see jesus coming
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he shows us a new way to live he shows us what it means to be in relationship with the father to hear the father to see what the father is doing and to release that to the people that we're in relationship with
1: yeah what i love about that is that from you know the very beginning i feel like god had a plan of um, this like great plan of reconciliation. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like you know if you're separated from your best friend or whatever, and you know you you come up with this whole elaborate plan to either like make it up to them or like you know yeah to somehow see them again. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did by you know it, and it took a very long time, right, of preparing and planning and. But, you know, with Jesus coming and dying on the cross for us, like opening that relationship for us, I don't know. It just feels kind of epic.
0: (laughs) It is. Well, it is. I mean, it is. Think about it. Like who else would sacrifice their own son for not just one person, but a multitude of people that were not even in existence yet.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I love that about God is that he he knew in advance what needed to happen, and he was willing to do what needed to happen to bring us back in to reconciliation, restoration, and right relationship, and I think we in the church, we go, well, well he was God, and Jesus was the son of God, and 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 we forget that he set that aside to come and live, but he showed us how to live. Right. He showed us what we can do and how we can do it, and we need to understand that Jesus was that model of relationship for us, and so we need to look to him his example in scripture and we need to understand that the gift of prophetic encouragement is all about relationship but more than that is that we need to understand that god will speak to us personally right that he doesn't want to just speak to somebody else but that he wants to speak to us for us And then he wants to use us to bless other people so that they can come into relationship so he can speak to them. Yeah. And that's the important piece of the prophetic. It's all about relationship. It's all about relationship with the Father. It's all about relationship with the Son. And it's all about relationship with the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit. That is where we communicate with God the Father. That's what Jesus said. I'm going to heaven. I'm sending another. He's going to lead you into all truth. He's going to speak to you. He's going to be here. He's going to comfort you. And that's the job of the Holy Spirit is to lead us into authentic relationship with the Father. Right yeah yeah it's good it, it is it's so good and we need to get this revelation we need to we need to um, we need to strive I think for authentic relationship not just with God but we need to strive for authentic relationship in all of our relationships and we need to understand that it gets messy sometimes mm-hmm. because life is messy and people hurt people and I don't think they mean to, but they're hurting themselves. And sometimes we blame God for things. And so I think as we, we understand God's nature and his character, as we're in authentic relationship with him and we learn to have a two-way conversation with him, he will give us new revelations of his character and his nature and who he is. So, well, I hope that you have been blessed by today's podcast. Mm-hmm. What? (laughs) I thought you were going to say something
1: else. (laughs) Um, Well, if you guys are listening on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you uh, left us a review. If you're checking us out on... um youtube that's where the videos go that's where the
0: videos go (laughs) if you're checking us
1: out on youtube um please go ahead and like leave a like down there and smash that subscribe button so that you get notified every time we
0: post absolutely and feel free to share it with your friends too we love it when you share we love the love share we we do we love that when you do that so thank you for joining us today on dare to hear the podcast we look forward to joining you next time Oh